Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. This week's episode is with Brian Schrader of Soccer Needs Freedom Track Club. Brian, a Boston transplant and Arizona native who ran for Oregon at NAU, is a super accomplished distance runner and steeplechaser who also recently announced himself as one of the country's top marathoners by running 213 in his debut at last year at CIM. He's running the Boston Marathon next Monday, and will definitely be one of the elites to watch, and he came on the podcast this past weekend to run his mouth after his last long run of the build-up. Although we do talk a bit about his Boston prep, we also covered the time he got pulled over by the police while riding his bike, why all his teammates thought he hated moving to Boston, and why he stays off social media. Brian is an absolutely delightful person, and despite the episode's title, we covered a lot of colorful ground with the help of his teammates and all-star co-hosts, Helen Schlachtenhofen and James Randon. You'll definitely enjoy the episode, and you should definitely be cheering for Brian on Monday. Stay tuned for more Marathon Weekend content coming out soon, and until next time, enjoy the show. Yeah, so like, like there's actually it, it actually it forks. If one of them goes for two mile, one of them goes for like a mile towards Belmont, and then you're on the road for like a quarter mile. But then you hit that that like the that little pond loop I told you about, and like the fields, and then you're actually only half a mile from Fresh Pond from there. It's actually pretty good. We've been recording the whole time, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> We've only been recording the long run talk, which literal long run talk is a good way to start. Um, welcome to Run Your Mouth, long run talk for long talking runners. Uh, I completely cut off the conversation in the middle, but uh, I'm your host, David Melly, and we're here this week with uh, some great guests. Um, our, our star of the moment this week is Saucony Freedom Track Club's Brian Schrader. How are you doing, Brian? I'm good. Thank you for having me. And we have some uh, great uh, returning guest co-hosts this week. Uh, we have Helen Schlachtenhofen and James Randon in the studio. Um, here to uh, help us torment Brian as he gears up for Boston Marathon next <laughs> yeah. week. It won't be worse than that, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just talking about the, the last long run. It's in the bag. <clears throat> yeah. How are we down. feeling? Uh, good. And so we went uh, 90 minutes this morning, 14 miles. So that's kind of the last uh, longer effort, I guess, of the... It's uh, profoundly ironic because that's actually legitimately what I did. <laughs> just literally <laughs> ninety minutes, of fourteen miles. Yeah. So you, the fact that you bailed on the run is now just like all the more. <laughs> oh yeah, that's really embarrassing. Would you do fourteen miles, Helen? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I did the loop. With wow, yeah, nice. look at that miler life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was yeah. us two, and then uh, Ben Bosworth and Molly. And hey, Molly. what a trooper! Yeah. He's, He's always around. Yeah. yeah, friend yeah. of the pod. Um, and then he told us. Co-host. He told us that. Last time he did that loop, it was at like five fifty pace or something like that. Was it with like <laughs> the girls too? Cause he, oh, they, they hammer like the new bounce girls. God. Yeah, like I like I remember like Emily would like drop Ben on runs like they would be like <laughs> she'd be like yeah Emily just ran like five miles at five forty pace yeah. like. Either they, way, it made us feel bad because we went like six thirty five pace or so. Nice. so. That's what I've <laughs> this morning. I like I I've been on a streak of doing the like Saturday workout Sunday long run. 
And like, I always try, the intention is like, okay, I'll do this Sunday long run. We'll just be like time on feet, easy running. And then like, I would say 80% of the time, it like doesn't actually end up being easy because you're just like running with people. Yeah. And then like, you're on the river and it's, you get a tailwind. You're like, all of a sudden we're running six lattes. Yeah. A lot of times I kind of have to choose between like running on my own or running like 6.30 pace even. So. You guys like to, you guys like to run fast on easy days. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially early on, like base training phase. Where base training, Brian is just spank me every day. <laughs> <Not> every <laughs> so I'm holding on for dear life. Yeah, if I'm usually it'll end up being about five fifty pace on, on easy days. Oh yeah, most easy oh, days. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Uh, but then, but then as soon as you start working out, then you're always tired yeah. and you're and we slip to. 6.15. 6.15, and then when you're tapering, you're just exhausted anyway, and now you're only running 6.40s. And <laughs> well, I, like, I run shakeouts with Ben a lot, and, like, normally, like, shakeouts are, like, in my, in my version of the world, it's, like, shakeouts, you take them nice and easy, like, let's, I'm, like, I'll, like, be going seven-minute pace, and, like, people will be complaining yeah. that it's too fast, and, yeah. like, I've done shakeouts with Ben where we're, like, still ripping, like, 6.20s, and I'm, like, <laughs> okay, like, sure, why not, I guess. And I have done a better job, I think, of making my, my doubles, like, True, like truly, runs. truly easy. Like, yeah, where I'm just trying to recover. What was the uh, longest you ever ran in this build-up? Twenty-five miles, I believe. It, it about two and a half hours. Uh, last build-up I did that. I only did that once, and uh, this one I did about. I did twice, and then a third, like two hours twenty minute run. So, <laughs> uh, like more consistently long training, um, and then also, in uh, with those two and a half hours, it was like a lot of quality workout type running uh <clears throat> and on the course so it those are hard which is almost almost better though because it's like <laughs> i don't want to just run yeah. slow for two and a half hours it like, makes yeah. well yeah it makes it go by super fast yeah. uh, <clears throat> but were all of those on the course though actually this time they were um and i think training in boston you kind of home field advantage baby that. you gotta do it yeah you're forced to do that since how like all the trails are are gone for the winter and, yeah uh, that is the best option that and you just okay, good run. get to know it nice and nice and oh, yeah. before know, the race. I know every bit of it now. <laughs> <laughs> Helen, what is the longest run you've ever done? Um, I think fifteen miles, uh, by accident. Why <laughs> is it? What happened? Why was it by accident? Uh, but I was in I was in New York, um, and running with my friend, and we kind of like overshot a little bit, that so happens. I just had to get home. Uh, but it was it was fun. It wasn't like that much over what I was trying to do anyway. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah. 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 Getting that's always like I I get so lost in like places that I know very well. I have like a terrible sense of direction. And like that's always like the fear is like you're deep into a run and then you just take like a real bad turn and you're like <laughs> well, fucked. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I've got yeah, I've got a it's my, but the longest run in terms of like time spent is actually only it was only ended up being like a twelve and a half, thirteen mile run. But uh like my junior year of high school. I was like googling. I was I happened to be down at the Cape over the summer, and um, I wanted to like find a good place to long run. And I read up this place. I think it's called Sandy Neck or something like that. It's like a this peninsula that sticks off the the northern part of like the middle of Cape Cod. Um, and it used to be like a town, and then they discontinued it, or it like got shut down or whatever. And it was like six and a half out and back. And when I got like two miles in, it was probably like four p.m. Put up when it went off. I I was like, oh, the sand's getting like, a little less. Packed down much more like Sandy, but I'm sure it'll be good. Like the further down I went, 
and I got like six and a half miles out, and it was just like awful dusty sand the whole way, and I realized I was deathly thirsty, and I I did like ten to fifteen minute miles the whole way, <laughs> and I actually we were walking. It was not glamorous. No, it was it, no, but it's even worse than that because I. There were, like, these weird abandoned shacks, like, along, like, the, the route, and, like, you could see the pipes, and I actually went up and tried to turn, like, to see if the, the pipes still ran. <laughs> they were not, there. and then it, I, it got to the point where I would, like, I could imagine the water in Gatorade waiting for me oh, yeah. at my car, and it was just, like, that made me feel better. <laughs> like, that's what was getting me through. Some of those, some of those, like, real hot, like, Boston summer, like, hot, humid, oh, yeah. long run. <laughs> I had a bad one. <laughs> so, uh, this last summer, uh, getting ready for CIM, there, I'm really bad with humidity anyways. Like, growing up in Arizona, it's just not something you not ever, thing. ever yeah. do with. And this summer, or this fall even, uh, it was 90 degrees with, like, 90% humidity. Just brutal conditions for me. And I had this big loop that I was doing. Uh, and I got... I got in near Fenway, and that was about halfway, and I knew I was completely screwed. Like, there was no way I was going to be able to get back. <laughs> and everybody was gone for some reason that weekend. I think everybody was racing or just out of town. Speed idiot. And at that point, I was just getting so desperate, and I'm like, I was going to, how do I wave down somebody to give me a ride home? <laughs> uh, I have nothing on me. And so I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to try to try to get back. And eventually I get on the river, and... I run past, uh, there's like this children's water park. <laughs> no! No! Oh, I did more than run through it. Oh. I, so it wasn't busy. There were only like... You go down all fours, did you? Two or three kids. And <laughs> just laid down and passed out. There's like this canoe. <laughs> and I just laid down in there for like five minutes just trying to cool off. <laughs> and uh, you see... Like, you start drinking from the water too, did you? Oh, yeah. And I'm like trying to drink as much water as I can. At this point, it was like desperation mode. You're and like the dude out of 127 hours. And I just did not away. care like what anybody thought. And <laughs> finally cooled off and stumbled my the rest of the 30 minutes back home and went straight to the bathtub and like with <laughs> a big old polar water. Get that body uh, temperature. Chocolate down. milk and just I took an ice cold bath and just like stayed in there as long as I could. Because as we know, uh, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Polar Seltzer. <laughs> they don't know that it's brought to you by Polar Seltzer, <laughs> but I'm just aspirationally deciding they're our sponsors. Please so, like, give us products. Use the recovery code, <laughs> David. Yeah. That and Recover Athletics. Ta- yeah. Ta- tag both Recover and David on Polar's next post. Yeah. Just get that relationship running. <laughs> this, this podcast is, we'll post a photo of it, but this podcast is literally brought to you by Recover Athletics in that the mic is balanced <laughs> on a Recover roller right now. Yeah. So. Not only is it fashionable, but it, it can double <laughs> as can uh, it's balance a table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could use it. For many things. Yeah. <laughs> I had I was running at noon one time um, on the course and um, that I was like really hot and I was like I don't know maybe like a mile from City Hall and I realized like there was a bathroom situation that was like gonna become imminent at any point <laughs> and it was hot so I was running shirtless like and like wearing like small short shorts like whatever mm. and. Normally, and new in their like portos everywhere because everybody's re- renovating their house because they're rich people. <laughs> so, like, but in the stretch between like where I was in Newton and City Hall, well, first I was like, oh, maybe I'll, I can make it to Heartbreak and then like I can like go to the bathroom there. And then I like was getting like 
every, like every inch I'm like I, I definitely can't make it to heartbreak like the closest bathroom so I was like cinching in every step the Newton free library has bathrooms and I was like I can go to the Newton free library it's literally free well and so but I was also shirtless and sweaty and wearing short shorts so I was like normally I would never do this if it were not like an absolute act of desperation and like and I like I grew up in Newton so I've been to Newton free library like a hundred times I'm like I know exactly where like the exact spot the bathroom is the minimal steps I can take I didn't know you grew up in Newton yeah (laughs) and so I was like I'm just gonna do this like put my head down and just power through and like hopefully no one will stop me and of course, that day it was like fucking like bring your children to the library day. <laughs> so I had to like wade through like a crowd of five year olds while like prairie dog in my <laughs> It was the sometimes yeah, you just gotta swallow your pride real hard. <laughs> uh, that's what you're talking about. If it's would you uh, would you shit yourself in the race? If you're gonna win, if you're gonna get a medal in the Olympics, you need to make this a little more clear though, because like if I'm going, if I'm gonna commit to this, I have to know there's like God, God's giving me a gift. You're with, 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 with no, no, this, no, okay. With this it's a long distance. So it's funny that you say this. I did not prep you with this, but this is a recurring <laughs> run your mouth question. We usually we usually phrase it as like, what's the minimum you would have to like accomplish. Oh, yeah. To, like, justify shitting yourself. And we all think it. Like, we all need to know. There is, like, there is nothing. Like, if I was going to win an Olympic gold oh, medal, no. but I had you to shit so my hands, naive. I would not do it. I would, I would shit myself to break four. 100%. No. I'm like, <laughs> yes. I would. You I would. Need, 100%. There, there are people that are famous you break for no reason once. other than yeah. they are the guy that, on Google Images that are that's covered. The thing. <laughs> that's, like, the main thing people will Paul Radcliffe took a, a dump in the middle of the Chicago Marathon, the London Marathon, and then still set a course record. But people remember her as the so... One of my high school teammates, when he went off to college, became uh, famous on Reddit and Barstool um, because his uh, uh, boys fell out during a race uh, very prominently. <laughs> and, like, there was, like, just, like, a picture of him running. Oh, and, like, yeah. literally was, like... This is, oh, like, years ago, too. Like, this was probably, like, 2010 or 2011. And he was, like, front page of Barstool Sports. Yeah. Like, Wait, that was, where'd he go? He went to Bates. And yes, Bates yeah. Horner goes balls out. Yes. I remember this guy. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's see, an incredible see. photo. Shout out to Andrew Wortham. Yeah. Um, that guy. And, you know, my unbiased Good runner, opinion. too. Good runner. Like, you know, <laughs> not what he's famous for. But yeah. what he's famous for is... And I would argue, like, great set of balls. <laughs> There's nothing to be ashamed of. But people... That, guy, that guy had some solid ones <laughs> that exist. People would literally... And I mean, everyone knows. Go on recruiting trips to Bates and be like... Is that balls runner here? <laughs> like, ask to take pictures of them and stuff. Were they sponsored by Adidas? Yes. Because the Adidas they shorts <laughs> have the worst liner. liner in well, they're super long now. Like, the BAA shorts now, yeah. they, like, literally look like fucking, like, high, you know, not to shit on another brand. Um, but, like... Like, Sockney, great shorts. But, like, work on your liner. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I appreciate, like, a, a nice short short. Like, the... Yeah. Running running shorts should be the short like the shorter the better. Like if they Dude, are just, only covering like your junk and your like butthole, like that's the <laughs> appropriate amount of coverage for slip shorts. Little, I agree. Longer. As I mean as a girl. <laughs> Different. Well I was gonna ask and I apologize. I guess Helen, you can still answer this question, <laughs> but like are you are you buns for like every race basically? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a buns fan. 
So James and Brian, that's, a, that's big, another question we have. It's like, where do you draw the uh, half tights versus short shorts line? Ooh, like training or racing? Racing. For me, it's pretty simple. If it's like cold out and I have to do, if it's, I, I mean, I guess it's slightly progressive, but if it's cold out, then I'll do half tights. Almost preferably though, split shorts. Yeah, I. If it's really cold, where I just like, it's gonna affect my performance. Or I just don't feel like being cold, then I'll wear them. But uh, I always go shorts. I think I look pretty bad in half tights on race day, personally. So <laughs> yeah. some people pull it off. Tommy, yeah, Tommy's or, a big half Tommy, guy. yeah, like Tommy he, does. All he does is wear half tights. I wear. See, I'll I'll do cold, but I also will wear for like shorter track races, yeah. like. As a distance guy, like, yeah. I, like mile I do know that See, I'm opposite, actually. Yeah. And I would run, like, the 800 at Big Sky Conference. Well, shout out. <laughs> uh, shout out to Big Sky. Get them since, some <laughs> since uh, I was the distance runner going down, I was always the only person wearing shorts, so I got into pride in, oh, that's in, fair. in running the... Oh, and now the, the sprinters are making running in shorts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's actually interesting, I feel like... Uh, shift in, in style. Yeah. It's the, like, it, like who is, like, is it, like, David Oliver that was, like, the first one? Yeah. And Trayvon Bromel. Trayvon Bromel did, yeah. did it, too. Well, I actually made this prediction on the podcast that so far has not planned out, but I was expecting after Jacob Ingebrigtsen, like, last summer, I thought that, like, we'd go to BU this winter and, like, everyone would be in speed suits. Like, <laughs> they're just too hard to get. <laughs> yeah. They're not easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> every, every team has that kid that, like, somehow acquires a speed suit for a distance race and is like, I'm going to do this. And Shout it's out like, to, to my like, male teammate, Gary Tool, who was, like, 20 of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's the white speed suit, which is just, oh, like, that's, uh, that's a It's a look. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's you a look. Are With committed. dyed white hair, too. It's a look. <laughs> yeah. we, and he's a very white person. <laughs> Earl, uh, our teammate, M- Earl, teammate MJ, or he, uh, he was wearing a speed suit during a workout. And we made a rule, no more speed suits. No more speed suits. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't focus on the workout because I thought it was the booty. funniest thing in the world. And it is hilarious. He has a big booty. And <laughs> we didn't know this until we saw him in the speed suit. <laughs> it's, it, we used to, it was flattering for him. We were not going to lead any more intervals as we're actually like, can't focus. <laughs> I was able to see it the way it's just Brian hilarious. was just too turned on. He was like, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. No. <laughs> I was like, I can't. We gotta stop this. <laughs> Me and my... Uh, and I look at Tommy and same. he had the same same exact reaction. <laughs> Me and my teammate in college one time, we were like doing, there's like some like pre-race workout where it's like, wasn't hard. So we were kind of like fucking around and we're like, all right, we're going to wear the most obnoxious. So I was like, I wore like a pair of Ray-Bans and he wore like a pair of Oakley's like in the workout and everyone was just like, we hate you that's, so much. That's the thing though now, I think. You see wearing non-running Oh yeah, classes. almost every uh, runner is always wearing like the more... I don't know. Yeah, yeah, just like the cla- like, a, like an aviator or something like that. Yeah. I, that, and now it's yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that uh, the, the I feel this is a name for them, but I'm gonna make the the invoke the glasses, nose, and mustache look. <laughs> Bring that back. Yeah. Rather wear to a road race. Yeah, yeah. Who you are? I no like, can't imagine running in sunglasses. That's such an <laughs> okay. Yeah, that that's me. a controversial point. No, we are very. <laughs> yeah. Are you pro sunglasses or anti? I'm I'm pretty. Uh, universally anti racing with sunglasses. But you're like, hating like that. Yeah, I kind of hate it but too. But you called people out like it was a very personal attack, like saying that you look like a tool if you're wearing. <laughs> I did say I did. And I may have made that comment. In high school, in high school, sunglasses like you look like, like a every tool. race. <laughs> I think yeah, for road racing, 
For road racing, it's the But I didn't look like you, Brad. <laughs> you realize halfway through. I was like, uh. I think for road racing, there's like, there is always the chance that like, you're going to have the sun in your eyes for yeah. like a large chunk of the race. So it I doesn't make it, sense to me why you wouldn't wear them. Like there are it times. your face hot. All right. I'm going to say about that. I've never done it. Helen's showing up with scuba goggles. Like, I don't understand. You don't need to wear that wetsuit. What's a. All right, Brad, what is the most ridiculous outfit that you've ever just chosen to wear to for running? For running? Oh, man. Probably. Steady kind of guy. guy. So I don't. I don't know if I'd have any like crazy ones, especially since I've been here. Can you guys think of anything? Uh, I mean, in college, like we would do a lot of stuff where we were running and weird stuff. Like before Heps, we would do this run where like you'd wear Halloween costumes. So I've run in like a like a onesie, <laughs> a jammer onesie before. I like that. Yeah. It would have like, been sweaty. from high school. Uh, you gotta have some sort of embarrassing thing buried in there, right? Yeah, but if, if I. Hidden it. <laughs> That's what this about. podcast is. I, I, I'm, trying, I'm, honestly, I'm trying to think. No, you know. haven't hidden it. You've blocked it out. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell one particular thing that I'm embarrassed about. Um, I gave a speech at a camp I worked at like three or four years ago, maybe like my senior year at college. And before I went up, I was like, so like, they want me to talk about like my success in running and like I want to like look like a runner out there. So you, I and I just remember that they were sponsored by New Balance, and I was like, I should probably like promote all the stuff. And they had leftover like New Balance Nationals, like super bright gear with the hats and stuff. You know how like New Balance is like that very distinct yeah. New Balance Nationals oh, style. Oh, the backpacks were a big deal yeah. in high school. So I was just like, I'll just wear all the that stuff when I go up and give my talk. And literally, I had no idea. I just went up there and just like spouted nonsense about <laughs> why I think I'm. And I again, I don't think I did a particularly good job at all. I don't think I understand it particularly well well enough now to talk about it, but even back then I was worse. And I, I looked like a freaking idiot with my neon, uh, like, uh, <laughs> like the, the neon, what those called? The, 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 the compression, compression socks, neon compression socks, like, like popped up, like, biker, biker hat with, with, like, the bright colors. I even might have worn the freaking backpack. <laughs> and I'm about to just, yeah, I just, like... Kept training harder in high school, and I just got better. <laughs> I like that you were saying this like it's a long time ago, but it's you're saying it's like four years ago. <laughs> That's always like people are saying like when like when did you stop being embarrassed by yourself? And I'm like like last week, <laughs> maybe I'm like, I still do <laughs> right now. <laughs> still do dumb shit, but just no reason. <laughs> I used to think it was really cool to run in like a like a lax penny. Um, Nice. You know what I'm talking what? about? Oh, yeah. Yes, cross. I know exactly. Oh, yeah. oh, across um, Arizona, because no. I like I felt like it was very non-runner. Yeah, like, that's, a, that's a white girl classic. Yeah. <laughs> so at the beginning of college, if I was running on my own, I'd always wear my flex penny. Nice. I like that. Yeah, in high school, I mean, we did a ton of stupid shit, but I'm like blanking on it. Like, I honestly feel like the thing that like I feel like I'm like the same level of embarrassed that everybody is by like the like half tights under shorts oh, yeah. or like the That's long like, tights under shorts like all the stupid like high school there looks. are high schoolers on the interior that still wear underwear I can't believe they're oh, kind of comfortable this this came up the other day because I posted it to my Instagram story like people some people do wear running underwear under shorts with liners which yeah. seems so redundant to me so I think yeah. it, I don't know if this I 
think it might be like a foreign thing where you you wear underwear underneath you. You're not the first person who said that? Yeah. So I'm thinking it must be, because one of my friends was like, oh yeah, like the... All the international guys in our team yeah, wear they like, always, underwear. They always yeah. Wow, I'm thinking about it. Same with the international guys <laughs> in my team, I think. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what that's Ooh, about. Here's a question, actually, that uh, you asked me. Do you wear half tights underneath your full tights? Oh, yeah. I always. I, don't, I didn't know that people always. did it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get why, though. You're and I don't, it's, it's a weird... I always... I would never wear full tights without yeah. half tights. Full tights are not, like, as compressive that as half tights. Like, like, I think if I wore full tights you, to run in, like, stuff would just, like, be hanging on, hanging all over the place. Yeah. Feel good. yeah, I... I, I, I definitely wear, like, there are the, like, uh, most running brands uh, have those, like, not really half, half tight, like, quarter tights that, like, are supposed to be worn underneath. And I generally wear those under my... Um, my full tights, but there have definitely been several times where I thought I had half tights under, and I just pulled <laughs> out, and it's just like, oh, all right, I'm gonna bring you back up. Immediately noticed that, like, <laughs> wait, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. You mean like in public? <laughs> well, like I, I just don't want to wear my full tights anymore, and I'm like, oh, I just, I'll, just, I'll just drop them. So you have taken off your pants in public with nothing on underneath? No, no, no there's just the the, the, the the tiny like the tiny white equivalent of of, of tights. Oh, that's underneath. not bad. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's not that big. I just. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, well, I mean, I mean that that has happened before. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I had I had a very embarrassing moment like that before. Which what did you do? You just took off your pants. All right, fine. Like, I'll explain the damn story. Mine, so, uh, you know, uh, so I went aqua jog in college, and uh, you know how you get in that really dizzy phase when you either uh, like swim really hard or in the pool uh, and you're dehydrated. And I used to always switch my aqua jogging sessions with like as as long as I could go with my hands out of the water. So I got up and I was like super dizzy and I was, I was, I was like late for class and I was just like, had just like a, a go mentality. And like I grabbed my towel, I like put it over my shoulder and I like go to walk out and I immediately take off my pants. <laughs> uh, sorry, my, my running short shorts, which was all I was wearing. Uh, like in the pool area. In the pool area. Cause I was just thinking, I was like, I was, I was going, going into the shower. How many yeah. people were in there? So, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was on the, like the, the, uh, pool's like in this like massive like gothic complex and it's on the third floor and there's like all these different classes going on uh, and there's actually some sort of like middle school clinic happening in there and then uh, uh, all I remember is like a it's dozen horrifying. middle schoolers laughing <laughs> and pointing at me and I turn around I'm like oh my god and then the, the library comes up and goes Sir, this is, this is not the locker room. Oh and I, 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 had, I had no choice. I just, I just ran out. I beelined out, and I came back, Sir. and I apologized to her later. But uh, that was, was not great. That's amazing. Yeah, there's not a lot back there anymore. Yeah, yeah, it was not. It was the statute of limitations. Yeah. It, was, it was a dangerous game. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know what, that's fair. We've all done stupid shit when you're just delirious from running and don't know any better. Although I don't know if I ever exposed myself. <laughs> Alright, let's not use that terminology, guys. Right? <laughs> I, I, I exposed. <laughs> a lot of middle school kids, yeah. <laughs> let's not use that terminology in, in its, uh, irrespective of the, uh, <laughs> of the people who were around. Yeah, oh my god, that's a, that's a good one. Though. Yeah. Alright, well... <laughs> 
Back to Brian. The <laughs> 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 James Rendon show. But you've already, you've already... No, you, this has been the best story so far. Um, no, I was going to ask uh, about just growing up in Arizona. And like... So you were Arizona, mm-hmm. Oregon. Ar- yeah. Arizona. Uh, born in Flagstaff. And uh, grew up there. And then went to University of Oregon for two years. Uh, and then... And after that, uh, transferred back to NAU in Flagstaff, and then uh, was there for three, four years. Uh, yeah. Then came here. Three or four years, yeah, and then uh, then moved out here to Boston. So first time. Uh, Brian was West. not happy to leave Flagstaff. That is not true. Everyone Brian, says Brian, that. Brian was dragged kicking and street screaming. Yeah. Everyone says of, that. I've house. never once said a single bad thing about yeah. moving out here. No, I didn't know who you were, but <laughs> all I heard, bro, was like, "Yeah, he's oh, he's not coming. He's not coming." <laughs> like every week that it that you delayed, he's like, "Yeah." yeah because I it, was a, it was a random move, just because. I guess being out there, you don't when you hear Boston, you just I thought like. Super, like, just concrete city. Uh, super cold, dark. Like, why would I ever want to go up there? There's nothing about it that'd be nice. There's no running. Uh, like, there, there's just no point to go up there. Uh, and, People actually live yeah, like, out there? There's no, there no reason to want to ever move up here. Uh, and then my... When, after the Olympic trials, started working with Tim Bro, and he was living out here, and he had me come out for a couple weeks just to train with some some of the guys like Ben True was uh, up in New Hampshire and that was kind of like the first uh, first trip out here first where, taste yeah opened my didn't eyes you, that it actually you, like, was stay with Ro like live with him for like a month I was with him for yeah like, about a month or so I, uh, so <laughs> I find it so fascinating and then they, they were like he, there are a few like stints kids? of being there for two or three weeks I'm sorry does Bro have kids no no that's a hard no hard so no just, so was it just you he's got a dog and uh, <laughs> they have a very uh, very close friend uh, relationship. was it just you and him when you lived together and his wife and yeah um, so you were the kid you were the adopted yeah. son <laughs> yeah so we always have dinner and movie nights it was fun <laughs> what was the biggest culture shock coming to Boston the pace of life <laughs> and I mean I think everybody would say this but it's true that People are so angry out here. The liberal, <laughs> the liberal uses of the horn. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I, the first time, I love it. The first time I got honked at, I just took it so personally. <laughs> Why? I'm trying my hardest out here. See, as Boston born and raised, I'm the guy honking at you. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I've had times, like, I'll be driving with my friends who aren't from here, and they'll be like, you're such an asshole. You I'm like a different person. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just I'm honking because I'm just I'm, he's not doing something that I don't like that he's doing, so I'm letting him know. Yeah, that there's there's a language there's a, there's there's a like a little bit of a nudge honk like a hey time to go. It back. has been yeah. one full second since the light turned green and you have not moved <laughs> yet. But yeah. also a little bit of a, on that note, there are a lot of really bad drivers out here. So <laughs> I will say it depends on your definition of bad. But when I was in Oregon, the one of the biggest things that like struck me was how fucking slow everyone drives oh, in yeah. Oregon. It's like the speed limit is 30, people drive 29. Oregon. That would like, drive me insane. I it's, hate that. It's infuriating to run there. There was like, or to drive there. There was one time we were out there for Portland Track Fest and I was driving like the rental car and I was also, I was racing the next day and none of my friends were so they were also like got drunk at dinner. So, and we were trying to catch the end of Shlaine Flanagan was like running some like 10k and we we're trying to catch the end of it so we we're like running late 
all my friends were like pretty tipsy in like the back seat and like everyone was driving super slowly so I was just getting like angrier and angrier and angrier and like everyone just thought it was so funny oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean I get the same thing now when I go back to Flagstaff uh, or Arizona in general you get so angry like, come on like go we got somewhere to go like you uh, just run the run the light there's no reason why are we stopping so early uh, and then like when I have family visiting out here they'll, they'll see me just blow a red light, not like in a bad way, but not in a, way like a, a way you do. in a completely yeah. expected way where that like, was, there, there, are still, yellow. there are yeah. still two cars behind yeah. me that are still getting yeah. yeah. behind every time <laughs> I think I'm the last guy, and there's somehow two cars behind me, <laughs> and like cops are everywhere. They don't care. It's it's they will they will honk at you and get mad at you if you don't keep the traffic going. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I got I, I got when I was in New York for the New York Marathon. I got a red light. Ticket. Oh, yeah. Like, they have cameras there. And, of course, like, I'm, like, you know, the biggest, like, big government liberal in the game. And then, like, I'm, like, get my, <laughs> get my traffic ticket three months later with, like, a photo of my, like, car, like, rolling through a red light. And I'm, like, the government has got too much power. Like, where's, my where's my individual liberty? Uh, uh, and yeah, the difference, I guess, now in Flagstaff, uh, I got pulled over on my bike. Because I rolled a stop sign. <laughs> what? You can get pulled over in a bike? Yes, you can. Apparently. I didn't know that. And this is in a neighborhood. Like you see, there are no cars. Coming. Did you get a ticket? And I even that time I remember I stopped. Like I was slowing down to make sure. <laughs> and then I see some light. Uh, she like did a little siren or whatever. It's like a mall cop. And I'm just imagining the <laughs> she she's like, yeah, like, this is straight up like the police car that pulled me over. And I was like, oh wait, this is actually for me? You've got to be kidding me. I can't and tell you how mad I would be if that happened. I was, I was just shocked and they made me like put my bike upside down. <laughs> so <laughs> you can bike away. Like bike away or something. <laughs> Why are you giving me this ticket? <laughs> they only give me a warning, but still. I was gonna say they give you a ticket out of that. Anyways, that. that there's kind of like the difference right there. That's uh, so shocking. Like I think they're a bit more lax about stuff like that over here, where they they only get you in trouble like when you need. Well, we got trouble. crime to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Bikers in Boston are heathens. Oh yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, they don't are. even. I I will rant for twenty minutes about cyclists. I mean, I'm I'm a big pro cycle guy, so like. I just Powered the bikes. My my thing <laughs> is when, when you're oh, running when you're running on the Esplanade and there's like some, like, 40-year-old dude who's, like, clearly just, like, biking home from work, but for whatever reason, he has to bike home from work at 30 miles an hour oh, yeah. and get really mad at you. He's got the flip like, too. Yeah, and just, like, you'll be, like, running, like, slightly not on the right, and, like, he'll just, like, blow by you and be, like, move over, and you're just, like, dude, this is a, like, this is not a path for bikers, and if the, like, people should be biking on it, it's, like, leisurely, like, fucking couples out for a date, not, like... You're like toured and trying to get home for dinner. Like Tour to Boston. Or if you're driving and it's like a share the road kind of like section, but like there's plenty of room on the side and the biker's going really slow in front of your car and just clearly holding up like a big long line of people, but they're like in the dead center and you can't get around them. I think that is so infuriating. <laughs> so what kind of car do you drive? I have a Toyota Tacoma. Which nice. was a great idea to have in Flagstaff. And Did you drive it all the way out here? Yeah, I drove it all the way out here. Oh. Um, but now that I'm out here, I, was like, I, I would gladly have something very small <laughs> so you can uh, fit in those parking spaces. <laughs> what route did you take to, to drive? Uh, that's, it's probably the worst drive that you could ever make in the United States. You go Flagstaff through Albuquerque to Amarillo up 
into Oklahoma City, through Missouri, uh, Illinois, and then through Indiana, I, yeah. Cleveland, Cincinnati, and then through New York, and then to Boston. But like none of that is interesting. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it is the most boring drive. Did you do it alone? Uh, no, I had my dad actually. Okay. He he came out with me. He his sister uh, went to actually went to Boston University, so he has like this. Not a real connection, but Boston he, he had like some weird Boston pride. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he, funny. Uh, so he was really excited about oh, like, me moving nice, out though. here, and then he wanted to come visit. And he's always like uh, texting me about the Red Sox. And <laughs> really? <laughs> oh yeah, he, he loves it. So um, your parents still live in Flagstaff? Yeah, they're still in Flagstaff. What do they do? Uh, my dad works for uh, Burlington Northern Santa Fe. He drives the trains, and then my mom uh, works at. Uh, Gore and they make like medical devices. She's just like on the, she's just someone in the, in the clean room who like makes who actually is making the products. Oh well, yeah. Okay. I um, heard the the one bit of uh, pod dirt I got before you guys got here was that I heard that your parents met in a prison. Uh, yes, my parents. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not the way. My parents. <laughs> your source embraced it. <laughs> I know. I, I I love telling people that like how they meet. They met in prison. Uh, they were, <laughs> but they were. Um, they were prison guards. I think my dad was like lieutenant or something like that. And then, yeah, then they met and... Uh, <laughs> were they real hard asses growing up? No, which is like, imagining my mom working in a prison is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> She's just like the quietest, like nicest lady. Uh, and when she, so she grew up in Winslow and that's where the prison is. Uh, and actually a lot of the inmates also grew up in Winslow. So oh. they would, but... So a lot of them like would normally give the women shit, but instead they actually like really backed her up. Defensive. Yeah, and they were very defensive. Uh, and then they hated my dad because my dad was the like in charge. Had, he had like blue eyes and blonde, so they were like calling Hollywood all the time and just like <laughs> like give him so much shit because he just like wasn't from there and didn't look like everybody else. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then from Winslow, then they moved to Flagstaff. Uh, they wanted to run. So, yeah, they're we, like, we, he's got to be born in Alpha too. He, he, I knew he was born there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've been in. So yeah, my whole family's like been in Arizona, I guess. You have brothers and sisters. I have two sisters. One uh, lives in Phoenix, and then my younger one just actually moved out to Louisiana. Uh, of all places, pretty random. Nice. <laughs> so uh, mi- middle child and only boy. Yep. That I feel like that tracks. Oh yeah, like that's your vibe. Like <laughs> that's that's what Illinois is. The peacemaker. Yeah, sensitive. I. Yeah. It, we were actually talking about that. I think I was influenced by women so much in my life without realizing it. So obviously my sisters and my mom, uh, but then even I had many coaches. Uh, like in high school, my first coach was a was a woman, and I guess that's not like super common. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just a lot of like figures that did influence like how I grew up. Um, I don't know. That's I don't cool. know. If, I don't know if that has any real effect <laughs> on my upbringing or <laughs> better off as a result. Yeah, I'm sure. I think it's the meanest coaches I've ever had were always women. I, I have had yeah, I've had some of those. <laughs> I have women. I have almost always had women swim coaches. I like swam before I was a runner. And like, they they will cut you no slack whatsoever. <laughs> like all like my running coaches have usually been very like, like positive. Like let's like back off. Like very like accommodating. Yeah. And like they were hard ass. <laughs> I wonder if that's almost the sport. Like I know with running, it's so easy to get injured. 
isn't it kind of hard to get a sh- like any sort of bone injury in just swimming? Keep yeah. Going, you just, like, going, yeah. I can understand. Phelps did like six yeah. hours in the pool every day. Oh yeah, you can get. Think about more, how many miles that is. You can get more like full body tired on like a regular basis swimming because like you don't have the impact to worry about it. Literally no impact. Like you don't like we wouldn't. Like we do, you don't have like rest days in between workouts, yeah. just like every day. Probably it's a be like ten yeah. minutes stuff, like with your shoulders. Yeah, or something. That's true. Yeah. I love that there's a natural limit in our sport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't do it six I just, hours I a day. don't know how they do it. <laughs> yeah, I I like to um, like keeping that motivation that high. Yeah, like, six I mean, hours. I, I, there's only a certain amount of <laughs> motivation anybody has, I believe. And, like you need to somehow like control. I was I was reading. I think my my favorite quote of the past couple of weeks has been. I was reading some like I don't even remember what it was. Like Women's Running Magazine, maybe interview of Jenny Simpson, and she said something along the lines of like they're basically like how have you like how's your training like changed as like you've like grown older and she was like saying like. Yeah, I've, like, become, like, more low-key or whatever. And she said, she's like, I think it's unnatural to want to run every day. Yeah, yeah I read that. I, <laughs> I, read that. I love that. <laughs> I'm fully, like, I think that is the most, like, true statement ever. Oh, yeah. Like, the, if I mean, someone, like, never doesn't want, like, you just have those mornings where you're just like, why am I doing this bullshit? It is such, like, that's, I think that, I would have to think everybody goes through that. Maybe yeah. they don't, but... Uh, I know so many runners are just afraid to admit that. Yeah. yeah. Especially with like the social media. And to be someone like age. who's been in that good for that long, be like, yeah, like sometimes I just don't want to yeah. get out the door. You're like, yeah. same. Just, <laughs> now with social media, I think uh, there's something about like always posting, like working hard or uh, <laughs> going through like going through the grind, all that stuff, and it's sometimes. Uh, How do you guys? It could be refreshing to see that. Oh, sometimes you just don't want to run, and it's. <laughs> It's not always. How do you guys factor in the the social media to your uh, your running career? I'm I'm really bad at it. Uh, I've tried. I've I went through some time periods where I would like try to post once a week or twice a week, tell say my workouts and stuff. And then now I've just realized that that is not my personality at I'm all. Gonna say, I think all three of you, and also like most of the freaking travel yeah. team, are pretty like bad pretty bad in social media. Not bad. That's me. Wow. You don't wow. post that, don't post that frequently. Your captions are usually facts only. Yeah, I will say um, exactly what's happening, but I wouldn't. Yeah, like, I ran today. Five K rabbit. If you're asking for creativity, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not your guy. I got you. If you. That is like my dream. Not my dream job, actually, but like I'd love to be like content manager yeah. for like someone's like. Instagram just oh, like be like I will gladly <laughs> No, is there something about I want it to be I just wanna like present things like who like how I am and I wanna live my life uh just in a way that's not fake. <laughs> and social media I think has just become something where you're trying to always prove something and trying to be interesting and everything's about trying to make it popular, which I, I'm not saying it's like a bad thing for it everybody. Has place. Yeah, it has its place, but for me, it's just not exactly uh, meant for my personality. I will, I will say now, I think I've told James this, but like now if I like meet someone and I like go to their Instagram and they only have like six posts, I'm like, they're probably cool. <laughs> <laughs> they're like out doing stuff. Oh, yeah. like, I have like such like an envy, like yeah. of just like people that are just like fully like detached from it. Yeah. Like, and, and then you hear of like, our coach when he was training uh, in the 90s, early 2000s, before any of that existed, uh, it just seemed so much more simple and 
all they did was like work hard, run, hang out, good time. Uh, they're still doing stuff, but it's not. It's just it's just different than we it still is now. Do that. We, we we still, still do, but I I think I might have been meant to be a runner in that time period. And, yeah. Uh, sometimes I there are things that show like I'm not meant like for the social media point of view. Um, that's definitely something that I've struggled with. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which I, do, I, I try to work on. I do think it's funny because it's like there is not there is like a zero percent correlation between like being interesting and being like active on social media, yeah. which is not to say like zero percent correlation. Like there are interesting yeah. people yeah. on social media, but like there's there's so many people like you're a good example of this where I'm like you are a fascinating person who just yeah. like. Your life is not on the internet. Even for me, like, though, like, I... So, I, though, struggle now, we were talking about this earlier, with, uh, like, I question, like, oh, my God, am I even... Am I interesting? <laughs> like, all these people have so much else going on. Yeah. Uh, and they have this these incredible stories and, like, purposes of life. And for me, like, if I'm not always posting about that, I don't... And I don't care about not posting. But then it does, like, make me question. But... <laughs> uh, have you thought about what is what is Brian Schrader adding to the equation? What is your what makes you special? Oh yeah, like that, and that's where I, that's where I was like, oh man, like hearing everybody's. Uh, no, I, I'm asking you. What makes you special? Uh, I don't know. You guys tell me. <laughs> See, I, I've never it's a man of actions. I don't want yes, and I think no, I think that's actually like a good point. It's, uh, even in terms of like leadership. I guess, like when I was at NAU or Brian's the captain of our team. By oh, yeah. It's like, I'll, I'm never going to make like a big thing out of it. Uh, I'm never going to look for any sort of title. I don't want any sort of title, but I'm always going to be there to help somebody and I want to like always lead by good example uh, and always be there. But uh, I don't know. Other I don't know. <laughs> if if you wanted if you wanted to know like who I am, honestly, it the it would be better to ask other people, and they would give you a real answer. I'm sure. Well, I want I won't put you guys on the spot for your the summation statement, but uh, I do like this is a question we ask sometimes. Um, what what were your first impressions of Brian? Ooh, he's gonna rip into me. <laughs> I thought Brian. Okay, so all I knew before I like I first met Brian was that he was a really good runner from Flagstaff. And again, talking about social media, you like had a very matter-of-fact way about how you're saying stuff. So I thought that Brian was like this kind of like short, tough, like, 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 like short in the sense of like... Physically like, short. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, five feet tall. But like, like you were short with people like, like uh, intense and super aloof. And that like you kind of like, uh, I think a vibe that, uh, or to give Brian a lot of praise, he's a very welcoming, Incredible, uh, I think, leader for our team in a lot of ways, and definitely uh, is I think the polar opposite. Someone who would be kind of uh, I think insul- uh, insular and also like kind of aloof. But uh, a funny thing is, the first time we did meet, uh, I was struggling with this like pain in my hip. <laughs> I couldn't really figure out what was up, and it was like our first workout together. And Brian and I was like, "Hey, Brian, like I got this weird pain here." Do you, have you ever like done any like hip mobility stuff? Because like, no, you didn't. I just said along those lines. I said something along those lines, and you're like, I don't know, man. Just do the freaking workout. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just do the workout, drop out, like whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate yeah. that. But see, that's from like, and then I was out for six months. <laughs> that's from my NAU days where you just like do work, and 
he seemed at that point it was just like <laughs> the young kid who was trying to like trying Patches to hang bets. in the workout yeah. and then he was hurting and so he's like oh i'm gonna drop out of this workout and that, that's just what it seemed like at the time and i, I remember thinking like uh i'm not gonna tell him to push though because what if he's actually injured i don't want to <laughs> tell him to like oh no you've got to keep pushing harder and then it turns out he had like two stress fractures in his hips and i'm like oh I struggle well, with this I all guess the time. he was being very honest. Because <laughs> I'm a big, like, run-through-it person, too. Yeah. And it's, like, that's the worst. Like, it's the classic, like, do as I say, not as I do. Oh, like, yeah. I'll be like, be responsible. Like, recovery, like, one day off won't kill you. And then, like, when it comes to me, I'm like, I'm just going to run Oh, yeah. It. I think like, it's all of us. I have the kind of body that, like, can handle that. But, like, some people just have, like, glass bones. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. And so not even, I'm, you've I'm, only had that one bad injury. Some people are, like, constantly breaking. Like, yeah. Like, it was, like, yeah. Alright, first opinion. Um, Not opinion, first impression. So hot. Yeah, yeah. Hot <laughs> <laughs> console is so hot right now. I didn't know, like, really... Like, I don't, I don't know. I didn't, like, know who really anyone was because I'm not super in touch with, like, at least in college especially, I wasn't super in touch with, like, the running we world. Right? We, like, we were, like, 50 <laughs> meets <laughs> together. <laughs> and, like, I, I think we even spoken once I knew, or twice. I knew who you were and I knew who Paige was because I, like, raced you guys in college. But beyond that, I, like, um, well, based on, like, what everyone is saying, like, oh, Brian's gonna hate Boston, he's not gonna want to come to Boston. I don't know why I, like, everybody said that. I was I, excited to move out here once. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be, like, really, like, just, like, negative. Um. I have met West, I guess, like, Arizona's really, like, West Coast, but I've met a lot of West Coast people that, like, their favorite thing to do is complain about the East Coast, so, like, oh, yeah. I understand. No, I'm selfish. It's just, like, the forgotten area. <laughs> forgotten. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I thought you were just kind of, like, hard to read because like I would say yeah. uh like, like James said like maybe an aloofness or just yeah. like I felt uh like kind of immature I guess in comparison to you. Oh I think you thought I was immature. No no no, no. I felt like I was immature <laughs> okay. and like you were like Oh that's hilarious. Kinda like like looking over us. Yeah, I mean I don't <laughs> ever I don't think no matter how old I get, I will never I'm not no matter how much older I get, I'll never look at myself as the mature person. <laughs> oh, you never feel uh, like an adult. I think that's... Yeah. 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 Uh, Actually, that's a... Well, I should say, I thought you did not like me when I first met you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> so, th- I think that's a very... Wait, like, probably most people think that. It's actually almost our friend anniversary in that <laughs> it was Marathon Weekend. Um, oh, was it uh, Saturday so, night? After, yeah, so it was Saturday oh, night after, after the BA oh, yeah. <laughs> And, and I, I do this a lot with people. Is that a bar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a good night. Was it the Poor House? Poor House, I think, yeah. 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 And I was like... Oh! I never made that connection. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I like... I, I also assume people don't like me a lot because I think that I'm oh, no. a lot right off the bat for a lot of people. And I think, like, that was exactly that. Was, like, I, I have the tendency oh. to just, like, appoint myself friends with yeah. people. So I, like... I think I just, like, was talking to James and then just, like fully started like talking to you like you've just like known you forever and like probably was a little drunk probably was like saying some sort of like strong opinion and I think you were just like who the fuck is this asshole <laughs> oh no that would not be the case at all but yeah that's probably a good first impression I mean people I'm very probably closed and maybe people think I'm not super friendly uh I could see that being the case but really I'm when I like, I love new friendships, and when people, like, come up to me and talk to me, I appreciate it so much, uh, and I am, like, a shyer guy, and 
Uh, but as soon as I build that relationship, that friendship, I feel like I really uh, cherish them and like do want to take care of that person like all the time. Uh, but it does. I'm probably a guy where <laughs> I just saw James flexing <laughs> his own arm. I, I think that. Like, Why are you doing that? <laughs> I mean, I think that like so. Tommy says like. Like you know, you like have really said something funny if Brian like like touches you or like kind of like grabs your arm. Uh, that's right? yeah. Anyway, and I think that's true, but I think that's also like you do, like. like people like place a lot of weight on what you say because yeah, you're not yeah. like you don't Gotta you don't like earn it. Yeah. 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 Which exactly. I mean, that's I I like being that type. I think I I think I um, also, am the type of person to like when I like meet someone and they're not like super effusive right at the bat I'm like oh, mate I'll win you over yeah I no, challenge accepted I'm still trying to win over Tommy. honestly most of my <laughs> honestly most of my most of my really good friends are kind of like that where uh, it does it's not like an instant um, like we're best friends it is something that kind of grows alright so, so I think start. we're gonna be best friends man <laughs> <laughs> so before uh, before we move on to our game I wanna uh, you brought up something that is a subject that I love to ask people is like what what would you say is the thing that like determines that all right i'm an adult like you're not an adult until you do this and for me like my go-to answer is like you're not an adult until you sort your laundry into colors and whites (laughs) oh for sure what i went through is as soon as you're off your parents insurance and you need to i'm in that boat too it's very expensive you gotta figure you gotta figure a lot of shit out and that's when you realize like oh this world sucks (laughs) like i could get sick at any moment (laughs) yeah and i'm like i'm gonna go bankrupt and i'm gonna have nothing to my name and that's when like stuff is real (laughs) yeah off your insurance yeah that's that's, i mean that was it for me at least james when are you an adult uh okay uh so I think I do have to, after that comment, I have to say that I'm still in my parents' church, so I'm, I'd probably... Oh, I don't think, at, like, you can always never feel like an adult, yeah. it's an yeah. aspirational... Well, that, well, yeah. that was my big one, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I, I'm predicating what I'm going to say with saying that, like, I think a lot of us I'm not an adult, but coaching uh, other people, Oh yeah. and specifically, I mean, I've coached my friends, but really with high schoolers watching the way they grow um, uh, as an athlete, as a person over the years that I've, I've coached notes been to, uh, has really made me feel like... Uh, Part-time parenting. I mean, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I guess as an adult. Like, I've definitely much more of the mentor, uh, mentor, like big brother with a lot of these kids, but that made me feel a lot older. And like the way that I can see them go through a lot of issues that I dealt with when I was in school. I'm so responsible for these young souls. <laughs> I actually, but like I would, I guess maybe to get dive a little bit deeper in that, there are like uh, ways I coach these kids that I really regret because I think that it, you know, either through injuries or through like uh, maybe not capitalizing and really expanding on the, on like our, our friendship or, or their love for the sport as much as I could have, and I I feel a lot of regret for that, and I feel like that specifically is where I'm like, oh yeah, like my decisions life have have a like a effect on people and like that I feel like it's very yeah. thing to realize yeah, yeah for sure Alan 
Um, you can have a funny answer. You don't have to be serious. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> mine's not really serious. Uh, like, kind of along the lines of your your laundry, uh, when you know how to get a stain, like a grease stain Ooh, out yeah. of a shirt or a pair of pants. My mom knows how. I always have to, like, oh, yeah. I once I once I mailed a shirt to my mom to <laughs> 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 get a grease stain please. out, yeah. I had the, like, full, like, non-adult thing of the, like, uh, health insurance where, like, I was turn you know, in the process of, like, almost turning 26 and then, like, get, like, all the, like, health insurance information from my work and was just, like, scanned it, emailed it to my mom. I was like, Mom, pick a health insurance plan for me. It's so confusing. Oh, they yeah. pretend yeah. that it's... I was reading it. They pretend that it's easy, but then it's, like, very... There are a lot of words that I didn't know. <laughs> like, well, they also... They, I just don't know. They all seem identical, so I don't understand why... There are so many of them that all seem exactly the same. I still don't, like, super understand what a deductible Thank is. Thank you. Exactly. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I have insurance now. Oh, I mean, you want it to be like low, low, right? I yeah, like, low. a year and a half without insurance. And that was scary. Uh, but now I have it, but I'm still afraid to use it because I don't know how I get how it works. So I'm just waiting that I really need it to, to figure that one out. <laughs> All right, before we get to our game, I do remember another uh, question, seeing as presumably the premise of this podcast, which has now covered health insurance and road <laughs> trips, is that you're uh, running a race in a week. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be like, the, like how is the build-up going? <laughs> but like, so this is the second marathon. Yeah. First one went really well. It, yeah, I was very happy. First one was 2.13, like 30, and with sixth place at CIM. Uh, but that, it's a bit of a, so that race, I just ran it very smart and went out really slow. Uh, so it pretty much felt as good as a marathon could feel. Weather was perfect. Everything about it was. What, what was your last 10K? It was really fast. Up it was something pretty quick. I don't remember though. I feel like it was sub 31. Oh, it was, I think it was like 30 something. Yeah. Uh, where I was flying, like, cause I, I was just waiting for it to hurt and I realized like, oh wait, I'm pretty close. <laughs> this is like what I'm going to feel like. Okay. Like I need to go. So uh, I guess my question is like, what, have you done anything differently? What are the lessons? What so are you, how are you thinking about it differently going into the one, one? So the big difference would be I'm training for this one with the Boston course specifically in mind, uh, where I've been doing a lot of the Boston course, a lot of like different hill type workouts, whether that's uphill or downhill. Uh, but I, I, I will, I know I've done the course enough times. I know it's not going to feel like CAM. Like it's going to feel like a, the true marathon distance, yeah. uh, which I'm excited for. And I think that's like where my ultimate strength is. Uh, but so early in, in the buildup, I honestly, confidence was pretty much an all time high, I guess, leading into New York, a half marathon. Uh, where just some of the workouts I was doing, like, were just really, really good for myself. I did this one, uh, two mile repeats and it was like uphill, downhill to see my Boston and the last two mile, which was downhill on Minuteman. So not like crazy downhill, but definitely a downhill incline. I ran a 854, I believe for okay. two miles, <laughs> uh, which like, so that one I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in pretty good shape. Uh, where I thought like I can get top 10, be a top American, like, I got this, like, I, I was really, really confident, uh, and then after New York, that was kind of, like, the little slap of humility, <laughs> <laughs> which is good, um, That's oh, good yeah. to have, I ran, yeah. uh, I was, like, gonna try to get, like, top five, probably, run, get close to 62 minutes, I ended up 
hitting 15th in uh, 64 flat, which was still PR for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm still terrible nice. at the half marathon. Uh, but that, that was kind of, that was pretty rough for me to bounce back from. And then I had a bad workout, um, or at least I had a very challenging workout that I didn't like ace, I guess after that. Um, so my body was just tired and, uh, it was, that was like a true test of like keeping the confidence. Uh, and then like, so week, two weeks after that, uh, I had another couple good workouts where there's a lot of marathon pace stuff, like five fly at 455-ish. Uh, and I think I, I think I'll be the ultimate test now of the difference between half marathon fitness and marathon fitness, because <laughs> I still think I'm in perfect shape where I need to be for the Boston Marathon, or the marathon mm-hmm. in general. Uh, so well, and of course, also for the, for the calendar challenge among us, like, you were, New York half is like five, six weeks out from... Yeah. Boston, so presumably you were like, tra- like training oh, yeah. your hardest, training hard. very hard, yeah. Tapered it off. Mileage was so. still at like one fifteen, one twenty. Uh, where yeah, just tired legs. Um, but I th- I do think that the half marathon, and marathon are completely different in terms of fitness, even. Uh, and I think, just me personally, I'm built, right now at least for the full marathon distance. Um, and I'm I still have that confidence that I'll, uh, be able to have a good race. Uh, come uh, Marathon Monday Hell yeah <laughs> Alright well so our game is uh, We played this I think with a couple couple other guests before But uh, you know like uh, Senior superlatives in the yearbook In oh, high school so or whatever yeah. We're going to do some uh, freedom track club superlatives So feel free to uh, debate amongst yourselves <laughs> um, You don't have to agree But uh, we can start off with uh, Who is uh, most likely to be late for practice Oh, uh, oh, Molly! No, that's oh come oh, on! Oh, that's Molly, Molly every time yeah. <laughs> for sure. It's gonna be Molly, but she does live out in Waltham, so there is more traffic. Um, Doesn't Tommy also live out in Waltham? But yeah, he does. Yeah. So yeah. you know, even like on on you, our latest you, days, you, yeah, always okay. Yeah, I mean, we look. I think it like it's honestly, it's not that who's gonna be late to practice. Unfortunately. It's really who's going to be the latest. Yeah, as long as you're not that person, you're all good. Yeah. <laughs> so, Which I think is like... Both, all three of us are frankly... Like we're not in the late. best... We're not... We don't have the best... We're often, we're often late-ish, but we're not as late we're as Molly, yeah. I would say. I would say so the only person that's likely. consistently on time would be John. Jess. John. And John. John's the best. Sometimes John's John... John's good. like... He fluctuates. Sometimes he's very late, and yeah. then sometimes usually though he's like very early. He's just yeah. always on, early. on the dime. Which in Boston, I think it's like an impossible task yeah. to figure out when you need to leave because That's every right. day is di- is different. And you're yeah. like, oh, this yeah. unless you commit to spending an hour in the car, or sorry, uh, leave an hour early every single day, yeah. then it could be a, fun, a weird. Like I've gotten from our house to Harvard in. Uh, like eight minutes, eight minutes or like, before, and or it's like also like been like twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like insane. All right, so who is uh, best and worst at uh, pacing workouts? Worst. <laughs> <laughs> James, James the, you're not good James, James. Yeah, for the, the listeners, Helen pointed out herself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Helen gets excited. <laughs> and then and then I'll usually be like, I won't be, I, I'll do this way better than Helen. And then it usually <laughs> ends up. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a Myler thing, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. I'd, I'd it's just say, too much pop in your legs. I'd probably say I'm the best at pacing. Where I can yeah, just, I, I just have a pretty good marathoners. Yeah. You're like, you're I got one speed like, and I got it in the back. I also just like I, I can just feel like the 
the pace for whatever reason a little bit better. Uh, so I know exactly like yeah. Uh, yeah. to be. I would say <laughs> between Tommy and John. Tommy's not very good. I don't think. Well, Tom, I, 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 Tommy almost like he's like, he likes to hover there, like either right outside the pace, uh, in front or right right behind it. It's funny. Never really <laughs> I'm very good at pacing other people and very bad at pacing myself. Oh, yeah. As soon as there's stakes, like honestly, I should just make it seem like I'm like rabbiting someone for like uh, every workout. I just hit it right on. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I do a similar thing where if I think that I'm ruining other people's workouts, yeah, and I my pace is bad, and I get tired, I just start to speed up. Yeah, <laughs> so I get tired. That's the Myler mentality. As soon as <laughs> yeah. you guys start hurting. And you're like, oh, I need to pick it up to maintain it. You're like, no, 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 we're on pace. Just like relax. I, I, do, I do the same thing. It's like I'll overestimate oh, how yeah. much being tired is going to make me slow down and yeah, then run the next one too fast. Or like when it's windy, you guys hear it and think it's going to slow you down. But really, it's like just a tiny bit different. But it's also like when you're used to doing workouts where you feel a certain kind of burn like instantly yeah. and the whole time, if you're doing like a tempo run that doesn't really hurt for a while, you feel like you're doing it wrong. So yeah, like, whereas in like also just racing, the miler, you're, you're like, I'm hurting, like, okay, we need to get through this. Here we go, like, yeah. time to go harder. Whereas, really minimize yeah. the amount of time. Distance. Hurting. Yeah, yeah exactly. distance, you're like, as soon as you start hurting, you're like, I need to figure out a way to conserve this energy. And <laughs> just, like, a completely different mentality. Who has the uh, best sense of style? Oh, good question. Jimbo's got that Connecticut casual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that Cape Cod style. <laughs> Which first shot's right? I like the, it. The word you're looking for is fuckboy. Yeah. Bugs slip into it. But you also throw some curveballs in there. Like, you're not like a preppy all the time kind of guy. But sometimes you look yeah. like shit. <laughs> I do love my ground fits, which are... I do think are just objectively not a stylish look. Oh yeah, you have, the, you have the most. But it makes when you when you come in with a good yeah. outfit. It's like when I look sloppy most of the time, then when I clean up, it's nice. <laughs> I'll say collectively, um, and like I'm including myself in this as well. Like we're not like the most yeah. stylish of teams. No, we're kind of kind of average. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like no one... <laughs> no one really stands out as yeah. a stylish person. <laughs> I, I, I can't really take shots at anyone else because I feel like I'm definitely guilty of them as well. <laughs> I, know, I mean, I think you'd have the... When, when you dress up, you I think you'd have the most... Oh, thank you. The yeah. best fashion sense. Yeah. I wear the same thing every day, I think. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I have a go-to outfit. I like my outfits, but... <laughs> they're always, you have great outfits. They're going to be classic Brian... Grays and blues and literally <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, good it's good that you have a strong. As I said, you're very on brand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Lawyer Helen. Yeah. Who has the similar? Who has the best taste in music? Uh, probably me. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 actually, no. Helen does Helen has, has great taste in music. Oh. What are you feeling right now, Helen? What's like the the jam? <laughs> no, oh, probably not put on the spot. Uh, but how wow! Is I'm about to do a Vampire Weekend one. Song All right, which one like, of which one of the ones? The like, Harmony some Hall one. Yeah, the other ones are terrible. I, I agree. I think All the other ones are bad. Yeah, like just not good. <laughs> There's one of them called Big Blue. Big Blue's like I, terrible. Uh, well, I actually that oh, one's like, terrible slow. for me. I was like, all right, I can get this a little bit, but there's been three or four of them released, and I just I don't get them. And you have really good music as well, oh. uh, and whenever I hear Vampire Weekend, I always think. Oh well, I, I of course. <laughs> so yeah, I would say also an interesting question is who is the worst, and I'll say. I just want to be mean, but yes, go. <laughs> Wait, John, what? I don't even know his music. Because he just listens to like, like 
either like very 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 electronic or like sc- like screamo loud. Does he listen to screamo? Yeah, when he's oh. when he's running. I think maybe. It, Maybe I'm wrong. No, you're right. You know, because I saw him wearing his, his headphones on his workout yesterday, and I was like, hobby oh, jock out there. <laughs> <laughs> Who is, uh, who's causing, causing bro to lose the most sleep? Who's, uh... Um... It might be John. <laughs> At this point, John, because like, he's gone through a rough patch of... Uh, injuries and just like trying to get back coming back from injury getting some consistent training and just trying to figure out how to get that to happen so I mean I think that'd be frustrating we've all caused coach to lose some sleep (laughs) (laughs) every single one of us coaches I mean mean, coach is awesome and he does do this one uh, this thing where like I think he needs to vent to one half the team about the other half (laughs) so it just kind of I think through osmosis makes it way back I would say quite, like, quite literally, probably his puppy. Has <laughs> 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 made him lose all sleep. Aw. Yeah, and then I was going to say, the, my last one is, uh, who's who's the class clown? Who's the one, like, oh, oh that like, so Come on now. Yeah, that, that's Tommy. Yeah, like, so <laughs> the entire running community in, in, in our country understands that that's Tommy. Yeah. And yes. he, he uh, loves that role. And will, oh, yeah. I very much want Tommy to come on this podcast, so please, please oh, let the word get back be, to him. Oh, 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 he'll do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He wants. It's uh, gonna be shocking. This <laughs> yeah. might be uh, some behind the scenes information, but uh, that thing he filmed for Sakani, he used my kitchen for his as a set. The the rabbit wolf guys were filming oh, really? something with Sakani we about like. Seen yeah, it. I haven't. Oh, seen, yeah. I don't think it's out yet either. This Maybe is not the first time something like this has happened, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure that it's sitting on a hard drive somewhere. <laughs> well, St- Stephen Kirsch texted me one day and was like, "Hey, can you send me some photos of your apartment?" And I was like why <laughs> and he's like we're shooting with Tommy and like we, he doesn't have a very like photogenic kitchen so like we need like a better kitchen so like there, I, allegedly there is footage somewhere out there of like Tommy cooking in my kitchen pretending like it's his <laughs> kitchen <laughs> I think they did the same thing for, uh, for Molly she was baking oh, yeah, pies house was that? it was an Airbnb I think they got an Airbnb yeah. and, which you know you gotta do what you gotta do confident, you know? I guess. it shows you what our places look like <laughs> <laughs> they're like Let's not. Let's uh, Airbnb actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, I will. I will say. Uh, you know, as the people will see eventually, we are in James is hosting us right now and has a lovely apartment. So, yes. Uh, Thank you. But like, we wouldn't film here. <laughs> yeah, I mean the what you saying the wig, the wig is the, the vast quantity of, yeah. of foam rollers. <laughs> All right. Well, we we end every episode with the same three questions of every guest. Um, as Helen and James are returning guests, they know the know what the deal is, but they don't get off the hook. You got to come up with uh, oh, either new answers or remember what your answers were from a year ago. Oh wow! But uh, our first question, uh, and we'll go we'll go start with James, is uh, and this can maybe be an opportunity for you to plug. But uh, <laughs> your, what is your Instagram crush? I.e., doesn't have to be like a crush crush, but like what are you what are you feeling on the internet these days? Like what are you into? James, uh, I will say a very uh, nerdy answer Go in that there is a, uh, a, a architecture movement in Barcelona. I think it's called like it's uh, <laughs> called like Mardis. Uh, it's some sort of like modern name in in Catalonia, Catalonian. So I can't really say it well, 
but I like to like peruse through essentially all the architecture. It's really beautiful. It looks like it's a mixture of like classical architecture and also like incorporating in like elements of nature. So that's a very nerdy answer. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um, so I probably said this last time, honestly, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but like there's this person named Haley Cakes who ices cookies in a way that's really pleasing to me. <laughs> um, it's very like relaxing to watch. Yeah. They're, like, this is definitely perfect. what you said last time. Yeah. <laughs> I could spend hours just watching her ice oh, cookies. Really. And you do. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> um, I don't really, I guess maybe if you're like two, so recently... So I watched the Formula One documentary on Netflix. Okay. Really, yeah, that could be an interesting. And I got really yes, into it. <laughs> really. For, Formula One or the documentary Form, specifically? Both, I guess. But Formula One. Have you so seen Rush? Trying that movie? He yeah. So good. <laughs> Wait, team movie night, we have to. I told you it's good. <laughs> Can I come? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but... Yeah, so I've been like trying to follow it so I can become more of a fan. And I just I think it's like, a really cool sport. Uh, and I I understand it's very, very like money driven <laughs> sport, but it's still much it's like the strategies and stuff. Like it's yeah. pretty pretty fun watching. So I've just followed a bunch of accounts so I can uh, try to stay in the loop with it and figure out what the hell's going on. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, this is I guess going to be a little out of date, but uh, I will say like. Had it was fully got my non-existent money's worth out of um, watching World XC last weekend. Oh yeah, like it was just. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys watched it, but like it was just like great, great races, like great course, and like really well produced too. Yeah. Like they actually put like more than the bare yeah. fucking minimum effort to like have like the, camera angles. The and NBC like, like that NBC Sports Gold or whatever. That's. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, I page? definitely didn't watch it on Facebook Live, but go on. Uh, <laughs> it's, so, uh, <laughs> I don't have Facebook. Yeah. So if we're talking about social media, I don't even have Facebook, so I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't even have that option. Uh, but that's the one subscription I actually have bought, which nice. I actually enjoy, because, uh, like, Diamond League's definitely, I think you do get, yeah, you get definitely all, all marathons. Yeah. The problem with Diamond League is that, like, the meets are always, like, the middle of the like day That's on like a true. Friday because they're in Europe and yeah. so it's like I'm like I could buy this subscription but like I I like literally would be at work when like all of these races are happening. <laughs> yeah. oh. That's true. Nice. All right. So the next one is uh, your your go to karaoke song. Someone's uh, handing you the mic, and you your time to shine. You gotta you gotta go for it. Oh man. Oh, it's easy easy for me. It's, yours. it's pretty much I can I can pull pretty much straight. Uh, I don't even need the lyrics for any Flight of the Concord song. Or the, the <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually it's like on business the, time is a go to for mine. Not a karaoke. How song. is that not a karaoke <laughs> song? You can't. They don't have that at karaoke. I, told you, I don't need the lyrics, bud. They <laughs> play the music. I'll, I'll fall in love. <laughs> I will say we did a uh, karaoke night for my friend's birthday. That James. That was like more like it was like we had the machine, but like we were just pulling up like the videos on the TV screen, and James did Flight of the Concords. Um, <laughs> It wasn't like the best received thing. <laughs> there was a small. There was a minority of a strong vocal minority of the room that appreciated it. Yeah, the majority did zone out pretty hard. Yeah, um, I appreciated your commitment to it. I think that's the real. Uh, yeah, the you, real you gotta you gotta enjoy yourself up there. If you're gonna be there singing in front of everyone, 
get a little bit. Helen? Um, so I've actually never done karaoke. I think I'd have to be What? Drunk. I've never done karaoke. Um, but... <laughs> Alright, after the team movie night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, right, uh, probably Make You Feel My Love, the Bella version. Um, I convinced my little sister that I've been taking voice, because she always yells at me to, like, shut up, stop singing, because I'm not very good at singing. Um, and so I convinced her that I've been taking voice lessons and that my voice teacher says that I sound like Adele, and she really, really believes it. <laughs> like, so, she's never asked so me to back it up. No, she's <laughs> believed it enough that she's, like, now told other people, like, in my family. I love that song so much. I will say, I used to, I used to say that I wanted to dance to that song at my wedding, but then I had a ex kind of like ruin the song for me. <laughs> so I mean, I still love the song, but it's like now so strongly associated with him that I'm like, it's not. It can be like another person's like yeah. song, but I do love that song. I that, yeah. Have you seen the thing where Adele like dresses up in disguise and surprises <laughs> the people, the Adele impersonators? No. Oh my god! I'll show you that immediately after. <laughs> okay, please do. You will love it. I like literally cried the first time I watched it. I, I think you're gonna have to help me. Like what? What do I sing to? I've never been to karaoke, so it's like pretty. Well, that's what you need I to go to. Go with like a classic, like sweet Caroline. Well, karaoke like could that. happen yeah. too. Yeah, like he has a Boston transplant. Yeah, sweet Caroline. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I've sang that one before. I will say when uh, Black Betty. <laughs> <laughs> when we did that karaoke, uh, that James did play to the Concords at, uh, I would say I did a couple of songs, but I think the the best crowd pleaser that I did was uh, "Part of Your World" from Little Mermaid. Oh, that's a good. It's a great movie. song to sing, and people really enjoyed it. <laughs> And last but not least, uh, your death row meal. You're going to the chair, Ooh. and today's the day. You get one more, one last meal, anything you want. What I was thinking. What are you having? Oh. <laughs> um, this is a dangerous game for Jimbo. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking uh, unlimited spicy tuna hand rolls. Nice. Really? Yeah. You said this oh. last time. I remember it because I thought it was... Weird. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> so we both thought it was weird. Now. I'm glad that you guys are consistent year to yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. Never change. Um, hmm. I'd say either just like really high quality pizza with tiny crispy pepperonis on it. Ooh. Or, um. Wait, wait. Thick or thin crust? Oh, uh, like mid-range. Okay. Yeah, like Normal. not not too. Thin. We're not talking <laughs> deep. We're not talking deep dish. But Chicago, not Chicago, not right? deep dish. No, um, or uh, mac and cheese with like breadcrumbs on top. Nice. Yeah, mine's gonna be pizza every single time. What's um, on it? Just pepperoni. Just pepperoni. I know. Boring. Um, yeah, like I. <laughs> I mean, I have that like once a week probably. Uh, I don't Last know, night. It's a classic. Don't go wrong. I can't lose weight for this marathon. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a mystery. <laughs> Brad's like, I have one full pepperoni pizza a day, and like, no matter how much I run, it's yeah, so strange. I can't lose weight. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I always have to come up with a new one. I I'm, can't come up with a whole meal, but I will say, like, definitely, like, crispy, warm, soft on the inside, butter soaked garlic bread. Like oh. featuring very heavily in whatever. No, no, no. I want my pizza to have a garlic, garlic crust. Ooh, okay. So I can get a little yeah. dual action. You just want a Domino's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have said Domino's as my Domino's is before. Really good. Um, but anyways, this is this has been a delight. Yeah, thank you. Um, we will wish you the very best of luck uh, yeah, in Boston next it. week. 
people will be out there cheering for Are you. Are you going to be sure? on the Oh, I'm going to be there oh, yeah. every step of the way. <laughs> James has been training for this. Yeah. Oh, we didn't mention James is making a marathon debut. Um, Only to cheer for me, though. Yeah, she's yeah. Really, I'm, I'm dropping out. I'm bending the whole day. <laughs> I'm in pretty good shape for it. So it's going to run like 210 <laughs> and then just like dip out before the finish line. Just saving myself for the mile. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> I'll um, do point two. Yeah, who needs an A standard, you know? <laughs> um, nice. Well, we're, we're excited to see it. I'll be, well, I'll probably be at multiple places, but when you, you come by, I'll be around, like, mile 22 is where I live, so it's, like, perfect, right right down there. Oh, nice. That you get to the Heartbreak exactly Hills, and you're in that last right mile stretch, and I'll be right there. Perfect. Nice. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Helen, James, thank you for, for co-hosting. James, thank yeah, you for, for hosting us uh, in your humble abode. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time, this has been Run Your Mouth. Touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you.